As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Today's episode is all about raising the value of your group program. If you're a group coaching program leader and facilitator, what you want the most is for your clients to show up, to stay engaged, to get results, possibly renew in your program for a second or a third time, and or move up and join whatever your next level offer is. It might be a mastermind, a retreat, one-on-one coaching or consulting, VIP days. And also you want your clients to invite other qualified clients into your circle, into your world, and into your ecosystem. There's nothing better than that. If you have ever worked with clients in a group format and you have been frustrated or really exhausted, typically we become the most frustrated when it just seems like all of our efforts are not paying off and we're not seeing enough of our clients make measurable progress and get incredible results. Or maybe you're finding yourself getting really irritated or annoyed because your clients aren't coming to calls, but then they're asking you for a customized conversation, a customized experience. And when I say customized, I mean one-on-one behind closed doors. They're wanting something other than what you're delivering in your group program. They don't know what to do next after you help them do whatever they did, you know, a a week ago. And they're relying so much on you to help them move forward. And you might be thinking to yourself, you know what, if you would just show up, if you would be engaged, if you would go out and take action, you'd be getting results. Now, I'll be the first to raise my hand and say, I have had those thoughts so many times as a group program facilitator. I have run over 30 group programs of my own. I've run over 20 in-person retreats. And prior to my current business, which I started in January of 2017, I worked for a very well-known, very large coaching company where I was creating and running. Actually, I was a director of success and director of client experience for many of our group programs that were 12 months long. And our group programs would have two to 300 people in them, our mastermind programs, depending on what level would have 15 to 100 people in them. We had online versions that were not live that also had about 150 people in them. And I was running those programs. And so when you have watched thousands of people go through group programs, you start to really pay attention to, okay, what's going on for the top 5 to 10% of the clients going through the program who are experiencing incredible progress and incredible results. And let me add to that, not just results while they're in the program, but they continue to achieve greater and greater results after the program is done. And then you have the other 90 to 95% who seem to be 
I'll use the word struggle. They seem to be struggling. Maybe they're not even coming. They're not even showing up. They're not really engaging and participating, maybe only in, you know, bits and pieces of the program here and there. When they're asking questions, they are pretty much telling the exact same story or reason or excuse as to why they're, they don't know how to figure out what to do next. And they just aren't making much progress. They're just not quite able to move the needle forward. And when you have watched thousands of people go through group coaching programs over the last, you know, seven, eight, nine years, it really does make you reevaluate how do we need to shift our group programs so that we raise the value of them. Now, when a lot of facilitators and coaches and consultants and leaders hear that statement, raise the value of my program. Oftentimes, the first place they look is at the price point of the program. And so let's say that maybe you're someone who has a program and you decided, you know what, I'm going to raise the price of my program. I've been sitting at five, I've been been offering this program for $5,000 for the last three times that I've rolled it out and enrolled a new group of people into it. And it's time to raise it to $7,500, $8,000, $9,000. Here's what most people do to add value because they think they have to compensate inside their program in certain ways to justify the price increase. What most people will do is they will make their program longer. So let's say that $5,000 group program was six months. And the person is going to raise their the price of that program to seventy five hundred, somewhere between seventy five hundred and nine thousand, or even ten thousand. They will make the program a year long to justify going from five to ten thousand dollars, or five thousand to seventy five hundred dollars. That's one thing that I see all the time. The other thing that I see is they add one on one coaching with themselves into the program. So the whole reason why many of us move from a one-on-one practice into offering groups is so that we can impact more people. You can increase your rev, the potential for your, the potential to generate more income. That's pretty obvious. You are optimizing your energy and your effort. And you're also wanting to spend less time in a one-on-one customized capacity with clients for lots of different, there's lots of different reasons why people, you know, no longer want to provide just like a plain old one-on-one back and forth customized service. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying ditch it. If you want to offer any type of one-on-one service at, you know, a premium price, and you've got masterminds and groups and all the other things that that's just another offer. If that's what fits into your business model, it fits into your business model. But what I'm talking about here is thinking that in order to justify a price, a certain price point for your group program, that you have to give people one-on-one time or else they're not going to join the program because they think it's going to be too expensive. Now, most of the time when the people who I see doing that are already overly exhausted. They're already working more hours than they honestly really should because it's wearing on their health and well-being at that point. And they're complaining about it, right? So they're complaining about it. They're trying to figure out how do I not work so many hours? 
but then they're turning around and they're adding more one-on-one customized components to their group program. And now I'm not saying you should never add a one-on-one component to your group program. I typically do have, not in all of my group programs, but in a lot of my group programs, I have had a one-on-one component. I am not always the one delivering it though, because if I'm the one delivering one-on-one inside of my group program, I am limited to the number of people that I can accept into that program. So here we go again, where we're maxing out our energy, we're maxing out our effort, we're maxing out our impact, we're maxing out our income, and we're maxing out our time, and we're doing it really fast. And then when you're constantly spending so many hours a week or even a month, you know, offering the one-on-one customized sessions inside of your group program, and it's you delivering it, again, you're right back in this other place where you don't really have enough time available to pause on a daily basis and think strategically, think creatively, really tap into another level of your imagination so that number one, you can keep growing your brand and growing your business. Number two, that you can really look at how you can improve your group programs, curriculum and process, not just adding more stuff into it. And I'm going to get to that in just a minute. You can also pay more attention to other areas of your life. You can pay more attention and put more energy into potential passion projects, or maybe you want to start a second business. Like who knows what you want to do? So I really want you to think about that. What truly is going to add value to your group program? Is it really more components? Is it really more one-on-one customized time with you? Now, I want you to take a step back as we're talking about this, because I don't believe that everyone running a group program should run their group program in the exact same way. Part of it is dependent on what your body of work is. Does it lend itself to having you know, being able to take people through a process if you have a larger volume of people in the program? Uh, what's really in alignment with your vision? What's in alignment with your philosophy and your beliefs? What are your financial goals? You know, there's so many variables to look at. There isn't a one size fits all when it comes to group programs. So I, I want to make that really, really clear. So let's dive into, I've, I've got four ways here that you can raise the value of your group program. And to me, these are the better ways to raise the value of your group program that most group program facilitators are not thinking about. Instead, they're thinking, but I've got to add more time with me. I've got to add more access to me. I have to keep doing every every bit of my group program live, always do it live and have like no components that are live in order to justify the price that I'm asking people to invest to get entry into the program or else they're not going to think that it's valuable. And that, that my friends is so couldn't be further from the truth. Okay. And if that's the way you're thinking, then the way that you're operating inside of your group program, you're going to have a tendency to be a people pleaser. You're going to have a tendency to bend over backwards with people. You're going to have a tendency to, share what the boundaries and expectations are of your program in some way, shape, or form at the beginning when people join, but then you allow those boundaries to be crossed over and over and over again. 
And then the minute that you decide you're going to pull back on that, now you've got angry clients. Now you've got people who are going to want to leave the program and they come up with all sorts of reasons why. Now you're going to find yourself really exhausted, irritated, tired. Now you're going to find yourself looking, you know, a year from now, three years from now, wondering how on earth am I going to reach my goals and keep going at this pace the way that things look right now. And then this is when people start making decisions that are not actually aligned with their ultimate destination or not aligned with their destiny or not aligned with where they're being called to go because they can't actually see the forest through the trees that they have built for themselves inside their own group programs, inside of their own businesses. So you might want to whip out some paper. You might want to whip out a pen. As you're doing that, I want to also invite you to join my upcoming group coaching mastery boot camp. Our boot camp starts on uh, Tuesday, April the 26th. It runs through Friday, April the 29th. We're going to go live on Zoom every day at 1 p.m. Eastern time. I'm also going to live stream it into my Facebook group, Tribe of Legends. We're going to do it on Zoom because I'm going to incorporate breakout rooms. I'm going to incorporate some Q&A. Of course, there will be some teaching and training. I have a really awesome workbook. You're going to be able to follow along with that. But part of why we come to things like this is to meet other people, to be in community with other people, to learn from our peers, to brainstorm. Also, it's going to help you implement. It's going to help you stay accountable. You're going to see what it's really like to be part of a group program. Now, most people who are probably going to come to the boot camp, you've taken group programs before. So I'm going to show you a different flavor, a different style, a different way. And you're going to actually feel what it's like to be in our coaching programs from our free boot camp. So it's going to be absolutely incredible. You can click the link to join and register in the show notes below. Uh, What I'm going to be teaching you over the course of those four days is how to design and lead a world-class group coaching experience for your clients so that your clients stay highly engaged throughout your group program from start all the way to finish. They get long-lasting results, which means they're not just able to get results while they're working with you, but they can continue to get results once they're no longer in your program which means they could also be an incredible referral partner for you. We call those brand ambassadors in our company. And you definitely want that because you could literally be filling 50% of the seats in your group program from referrals. And some of your best referrals are going to be your most successful clients. So it's really important that you're paying attention to that. So the better results your clients are getting and the more engaged they are, the, the higher your revenue is going to go. Uh, Some of your clients are also going to continue working with you. That's something I want to show you how to position. And then, of course, send amazing referrals. And all of this is going to impact your bottom line tremendously without you having to focus so much all the time on generating such a ridiculously high volume of leads. We're going to talk about that if you really pay attention to the how you're constructing the actual group program, the price point, the positioning. You don't have to play such a volume game. Instead, you can really play more of a value game. So let me share with you a couple of things you're going to experience during the boot camp. And then I want you to go click that link, go register, plug in your name and email, get yourself signed up for that. I want to see you there live each day. So what you're going to experience during the boot camp, you're going to discover the right group coaching model that fits into your lifestyle honors your skill set, and sets your clients up for success while creating the freedom and income you want from your business. 
You're also going to create a performance-based learning environment for your group coaching clients designed to increase participant engagement, implementation, and accountability, which increases retention and re-enrollment. That impacts your bottom line. Also, we're going to cover best practices for the structure, format, and distribution of content and deliverables inside your group program so that you avoid mental and emotional exhaustion while fully supporting how adults learn and get results. We're also going to talk about how to properly price your group coaching program based on both value and cost so that you attract the right people and meet your financial goals. And finally, how to attract, qualify, and enroll top-notch clients into your group program following a high-integrity process, plus do it without the overwhelm or launch burnout. So let me tell you who a good fit is for our free four-day boot camp. Here are three very important pieces of criteria. If you check all of these boxes, you're a great fit for the free boot camp. Number one, you either have a complete, full, private practice right now. You are either a coach, an expert, a service provider, a done-for-you service provider, a consultant, where you are providing customized one-on-one experiences for clients, and you are full. You are maxed out. You are at capacity. Or you are already offering group programs. You are already offering group programs. So you need to fall into one of those two categories to be a great fit for the caliber of content and discussion we're going to have during the boot camp. Number two set of criteria, you already have a strong foundation of marketing and sales and you know how to enroll clients. Because if you are someone who is moving in the direction of groups or you're already offering groups, you've, you need to already know how to make sales in order to fill a group, even with five people. And finally, the third piece of criteria that makes you a great fit for the boot camp: you have worked with enough clients to know your proven process that leads to promised results. That is really important. This is not a good fit for you if you are someone who doesn't know what you who you work with, what you offer, what your zone of genius is, or the process that you take your clients through. Uh, those three pieces of criteria need to already be in place. So go down to the show notes right now, register. And then invite your people, invite your friends, uh, invite folks that meet that criteria to join you and come come on with us. All right. I'm going to share with you, I have four different things here that you can upgrade and reevaluate. And these things are what's ultimately going to raise the value of your group program without you shoving a bunch of stuff in it that then puts you right back where you were, exhausted, mentally and emotionally drained and literally like wanting to throw the towel in on your own group program that definitely has the potential to make seven, six or seven figures over time in your company. So number one is focus on elevating the criteria for who is a good fit to be in your group program, which means you want to attract and enroll more qualified clients. And the reason why I spent a minute or two telling you, you know, here's the criteria for our free boot camp. I mean, I have criteria for my free boot camp coming up on August 26th because, of course, I'm going to invite you into my program. I'm going to invite you into our group program mastery offer. And this is the criteria to be a good fit for the program. So I was really specific on, well, what's a criteria for someone to come to the boot camp? Because 
The last thing you want is people listening to your free content, your free marketing content that are that are not qualified. And then you, you know, you invite them to your program. And then when you're having sales com- consultations, you're realizing like, hey, 90% of these people are not actually a good fit, but you take them anyway. And I've experienced that. So I'm talking about it. I've done that. And then you have a heck of a time trying to move them through your process in your program. And if they're not qualified, they can't actually implement your process, which means they don't get great results, which means you are highly frustrated because you know you're amazing at what you do. And there's nothing more frustrating than not being able to really utilize your gifts and your calling and your purpose. And you just sort of feel like you're you're not doing that when you're working with people who aren't qualified. So I want you to really think about what are the pieces of criteria that someone must meet in order to be a good fit for your program. So I ran one of my clients through this exercise yesterday. We actually had a one-on-one call. She's in my Rise to Legendary Mastermind. And currently my mastermind clients get one one one-on-one customized coaching session with me every single month. And that's in my mastermind. And so this particular client has run her group program for almost two years. She launched it in 2020 in the summertime. And she has had a six-figure launch. I would say about 80 to 90% of her launches, she's generated six figures. So she's taken a lot of people through her program. And every time she rolls her program out and she has a new group of people coming through, she raises her price. And I believe right now, her the price of her year-long group program is $14,000. I think that's right. And what we looked at yesterday in our session was, how can we add more value to the program and possibly even reduce the amount of time that you, as the leader and the business owner, are spending inside of the group program? And one of the exercises I took her through was, Let's take a look at all of your clients. And I want you to think about the top 50%, meaning the half that are making progress and getting good to great results. And then I want you to look at the other 50% of the people who've gone through your program who are not getting near the results that the other 50% are getting. And I want you to kind of separate out those two groups of people who are in the same, same group program of yours. And the question I asked her that next was this, when you look at the people who are the most successful, what are the components, what are the the pieces of knowledge and the skills they were already equipped with when they came into your program, like, you know, they first joined your program, describe that for me. What did they already have in place? What did they already know how to do? What were they already doing? Uh, what were they already working on that, that allowed them to hit the ground running as soon as they joined the program? Then I want you to look at the 50% that's not making progress, not getting results. And in fact, they're kind of giving you a bit of a hard time. They're also taking more of your time because they're not qualified. Now you end up people pleasing those people. Now you're exhausted. Now you're annoyed. Now you're irritated. And now you start making a bunch of decisions on what else to include in your program based on the people who are not actually qualified. It happens every time, it happens in almost every single person's group program. I see it with people who are making millions of dollars from their group program, all the way down to people who are not even making a hundred grand 
a year from their group program and everything in between. So nobody's really immune to this until they like figure out this is what go, is what's going on. And then I had this client look at, okay, that bottom 50%, what were they like, tell me what they had in place when they came in. What's getting in the way of them not being able to hit, to hit the ground running as soon as they join your program. And there were some major differences, major differences between those two groups of people, the top 50% and the bottom 50% in her program. That allowed us to then create three pieces of very specific criteria that a client needs to meet in order to be the best fit for her program. Now, you might be wondering, how does this add the val- had add value to your program? Well, imagine being in a group program where half the people are a great fit and half the people are not a good, even a good fit. They're like an okay fit. That is tough because then it becomes more challenging to create camaraderie, a supportive community, accountability pods. It just becomes more challenging to do that. And then what happens is your top 50% start complaining They stop engaging and they stop showing up because they don't want to hear the types of conversations and questions that the bottom 50% is asking because they're asking questions that they should have already known the answers to before they joined the program. And now they feel like they're slowing down the whole entire group. That's probably the thing that I've been the most frustrated with over the years running groups is noticing that my top 50% slowly just stops showing up because they just don't have time to listen to that. They don't want to hear it. Um, And it's kind of gets in their way. It kind of gets to their mind a little bit. So one of the ways that you can raise the value of your group program very easily is get clear on what it means to have qualified clients and what is the criteria for a qualified client. Number two, create a culture of community and peer-to-peer support. Be really clear that just because a group of people are in a program together, that does not equal them feeling like or acting like a real community. It also does not automatically, don't automatically assume that just because these people are in a group together, that they're all going to be supportive of each other. It is your job as the leader and facilitator to create that culture of community. You start that by the way that you are communicating with your clients. You can communicate that starting with your marketing content. You absolutely want to communicate that in your onboarding process. And then you're constantly reiterating that all the time inside of your program. By the way, just having your clients inside of a Facebook group does not build community culture. That's just, it just does not. Having Zoom calls every week in your group program, which if you have a group program, you're probably having Zoom calls every single week in some way, shape, or form, and everybody can see each other on the Zoom call, that does not cultivate community. I really learned this lesson in 2020, or was it 2021? I think it was 2021, in January of 2021. And this was my mastermind program. And we were on, we had to do a virtual retreat because in-person wasn't working at the time for everybody. And I did a breakout room in the morning on the first day of the retreat. And the breakout room was about a 45 minute breakout room. And when they all came back into the main Zoom room, we started having a discussion around community. And what was really revealed to them that was, they revealed to me was that they didn't actually know each other. Some of them had been in this program together for like a year. 
and some of them even longer. They see each other every single week. We talk to each other every single week in a mastermind program. So just because your clients are in a group together, in a Facebook group together, showing up on Zoom calls together every single week with you as the leader, and they see each other every week, it does not mean that they actually feel like they know each other. And if they don't feel like they know each other, they're not going to show up for each other, which means then they don't support each other, which then means you have no peer-to-peer learning going on. Now they don't feel like they actually belong. Now they feel insecure. And I'll tell you, one of my greatest lessons I've learned over the last 10 years of working in this industry with groups, it is that I would say more of the weight that compels someone to join a program, even more so when they're renewing in your program, it is based on the community and it's based on having a culture of community. And it, and then, like I said, it's even more, if you want people to stay in your program or stay in your program's for a longer period of time so they can continue to grow with you to the next level, they're basing a large percentage of that decision, not on how awesome you are or how great the information is. It's on the community. Honestly, that's how I make my decisions. I stay in masterminds and, and group programs, not based on the leader standing at the front of the room. That's just a small part of it. Not based on what I think I'm going to get out of what they're teaching me. I stay because of the community, but it's that leader who is driving that community building. They are a true facilitator. And when you learn facilitation skills, what you do is you really, what you're doing is you are empowering every person in your program to be an equal leader, right? Like you're still kind of the main leader because someone has to be, but If I walked into your room, I wouldn't actually be able to figure out like who's the head coach here because you're designing a a culture of peer-to-peer support. There's lots of different ways you can do that. Um, I'm not going to get into that today because I'm going to cover that on the Group Coaching Mastery Bootcamp. So if you want to hear me talk about, okay, well, what are all the ways that I can create a culture of community inside my group program beyond just like the normal things that I've experienced being a participant in group programs. Because honestly, a lot of the programs that you and I have taken, they don't do the best job of that. And what we as humans do is we just repeat and mimic what we've experienced ourselves. And that's why a lot of group coaching programs are not producing enough, like great enough results, or they're not producing what's really what the potential is for their clients. Uh, they're not really tapping into what's truly possible for their clients because they are leading their group programs the same way that the coaches who they worked with led those group programs. And they're not necessarily, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying they're awful or wrong, but they're just, you know, lots of things that could be done so much better to really provide you and your clients a much more fruitful, fulfilling, satisfying experience. Okay, number three, way that you can add value to your group group program without adding on a bunch of one-on-one time with you, it is set your clients up for success right out of the gate. Set your clients up for success right out of the gate. And I am going to give you a short list of, this is not a complete list, this is a short list of, well, what are some of the ways to add value without adding more information and more time. So I want you to think about it this way. 
your group coaching program, regardless of whether you think it has systems or not, you have developed systems, even if you haven't actually labeled them as systems. You've got systems inside of your program. So this is really like tweaking what you're already doing and doing it a lot better. So the first one is make sure that you have a really strong onboarding process. That is going to help set your clients up for success. The stronger your onboarding process is, the greater the value of your program becomes. Number two, ensure that you have got a group program that is structured because people are craving structure. Even if they say they want freedom, flow, and ease, we get freedom, flow, and ease because we have structure. Your clients are not going to create their own structure for themselves. That is your job as the leader and facilitator of the group program to provide them with structure so that they can thrive in your program. That is a value add. Set boundaries and communicate those boundaries very clearly. That's going to add value to your program. Communicate the expectations of your clients and the expectations they should have of you and your organization, your company, your team. That's going to improve and elevate the value of your group program. Get to know your clients, get to know their name, get to know about them, get to know uh, what's going on in their world, get to know what they're passionate about, get to know what their vision is. And then finally, have a high integrity enrollment process. In fact, you may even want to have an application or an assessment process, an interview process, so that you are bringing the right qualified clients in that are also a really good uh, addition and contribution to everybody else who's joining the program. And then finally, uh, this is number four, to add value to your group program without adding you know, a whole bunch of time with you, a lot of customization, or a lot of one-on-one. That is, make sure that you have a curriculum-based program, meaning you want to have a process that your clients are following. Now, when I say curriculum, that does not mean you have to have really long modules. It does not mean you have to have bukus of pre-recorded videos or any at all. It does not mean that you have to follow a linear step-by-step process. So oftentimes when we hear the word curriculum or process, people are thinking step-by-step cookie cutter, and that couldn't be further from the truth. So your curriculum and your process, you want that to be in place. And here's why. This is such a, such a huge value add. It's because your clients are going to make greater progress while they're in your program, measurable progress when they have a process to follow. Also, the process is what you want your clients getting results from, not you. Because if the only way for them to make progress and get results is if they have access to you in a customized way, That means like you do not have enough of you to give to everybody in your group program in order for them to get results or else you're going to be capped out at like 10 people in your program. Also, you want to set your program up so that your clients continue getting results from your process because they can implement it without you once they exit your program. That is probably one of the most valuable parts of your program, the process that you are taking your clients through. So you can incorporate, I do want to mention, you still can incorporate personalization 
even when you have a process that you are teaching, training, and coaching your clients through. But personalization does not mean they have one-on-one access to you behind closed doors on a private Zoom call. That is customization. Also, you want to take into account the delivery and the format of your curriculum. And a question that you can ask yourself is, am I guiding my clients? Am I guiding them with the knowledge and skills they need to have? Am I equipping them with the knowledge and skills they need to have in order to get the result from each stage of my curriculum. Now, this is a topic we're going to dive into the delivery and format of your group program so that clients are getting results from your process, not from you. We're going to spend an entire segment of uh, in our boot camp on this topic right here and the structure of your program. So like the delivery, the format, the structure of your curriculum or your methodology, how do you put that into a format that your clients can follow and get results from so that they're not solely relying on you to walk them through that and hold their hand? This is really critical in a group program. So make sure you get signed up for the Group Coaching Mastery Bootcamp. That link is in the show notes below. Invite your friends, peers, and colleagues who are already running groups, or you know that they're already kind of in the midst of transitioning into a group. That is the absolute best fit for our bootcamp. That's also going to be the best fit for our group program mastery six-month program that we have. It'll be starting in May. Uh, So I would love to see you there. Click the link, register for it. We start on Tuesday, April the 26th. And once you get registered for that, go ahead and leave us a review. Let us know what you are loving from our episodes. Let us know how it is helping you. Uh, Are you getting results from what you're hearing here? Let us know what you would love to hear about group programs as well. Um, Leave us a review. Let us know. We would love to hear from you. And I will see you soon at our Group Coaching Mastery Bootcamp. Until next time, make sure you are building a business and life that is built to last. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.